Welcome to the Culture of Kinship podcast hosted by the staff of Kenwell Academy. We are a second chance school in Marion, Indiana, where we create a culture for our students to experience kinship and wellness while experiencing transformation in ourselves. Hey guys, I'm Roger. I'm Tyler. And I'm Amanda. In a few minutes, we're going to have Aaliyah join us. Uh, She's a student of ours uh, who's a junior. Uh, We're going to have a little conversation with her. And to be quite frank and honest with you, we've already recorded it at this point. Uh, We wanted to gather back up and give a little context and actually talk about something before uh, you guys meet her. Um, For starters, uh, she was excited about being on the podcast. And something that we were aware of when we started this whole thing with talking with students, trying to get them to share their stories is uh, their stories are sometimes... um, they're, they're kind of explicit or uh, it's exposing in some ways and students aren't super comfortable sharing that. So we've we've heard so much of her story that we wanted you guys to hear. Uh, but then when it came time, she was a little nervous about it, didn't feel real comfortable. And uh, we obviously didn't want to pressure into anything, even though that's my personality is to pressure people into stuff. Uh, Amanda was there to calm me down and just say, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but... I, we still think there's a lot of value in what she's going to talk about and the things she shares. And so um, we're just asking to have some grace with our students. And if you want to get to know student stories a little bit more, uh, and if you're in the area, come hang out with us and get to know some kids. And they'll, once they trust you, they'll, they'll open up and talk with you. Um, but a lot of times these stories that they have uh, involve people outside of them, right? So they have parents that they're going to talk about or friends that they're going to talk about or siblings and um they don't want to expose them or put them in a bad spot. So uh, it can be tough at times. So, yeah, we're going to continue to run into that problem because uh, we have lots of students um, and they all have crazy stories. And we're going to ask them to be on this podcast. And sometimes they're going to open up, sometimes they're not. And we're just going to go with the flow with it. And we think the things that they share are going to be valuable. So uh, definitely tune in. But she, they, she also brought up a point that we haven't talked about yet, and that's the whole COVID stuff, right? Uh, we're kind of on you know the other end of it now. But, um, you know, it's, it's a very big part of her school history. Uh, what'd she say? She was in eighth grade. Yeah. End of eighth grade was when school shut down. Yeah. Cause we just graduated. And for those of you who get my newsletter, you saw this at the end of last year, we had three graduates last year, which is the lowest we've ever had, uh, lowest in my 10 years. And that was because of COVID. That's what I'm blaming it on. So, uh, in all honesty, like last year's seniors were freshmen when the shutdown happened. So think about this: they were shut down in March, and then um, you know whatever their credit situation was like that at the end of their freshman year, and then the next year, everyone had the option of going virtual, and so most of our students chose to go virtual. Um, who were in the area? I think Marion High School is fifty percent virtual, which is just insane to think about. Yeah. And um, you can imagine how well that virtual learning went for our students who don't have much accountability at home or all the resources at home that some others have. And then the following year, that's like, all right, come back in school now that you're a junior. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of students came to us behind and were unable to catch up. So a lot of seniors uh, last year started their senior year with single-digit credits needing like three years of high school uh, to graduate. And so they quickly saw that, that wasn't possible. So they pursued GEDs or full-time jobs, that type of thing. So, uh, that's why that number was so low. And so unfortunately we're still seeing the effects of that, um, 
with our students. So Aaliyah was an eighth grader when this happened. So she missed out on the second part of her eighth grade education. Then ninth grade year, she's going to talk about um, what that was like trying to get back into school and how things were going. But uh, it's a lot of struggle. And I think you guys would agree one of the more frustrating parts of our job is trying to motivate students. Yeah. Right. Whether it's to play kickball or uh, <laughs> to do credits. And so um, motivating students who are far behind and have lost hope has been a real struggle. And we see that loss of hope it, that kind of comes out in the physicals in different ways with attitude stuff, um, sleeping instead of working, not want to take notes. It's just not like feeling a huge passion to work hard. Um, and that is a big bummer for our students. Cause we get, I get quickly frustrated when students aren't, um, motivated, right? Like I can give this speech and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Let's stop right there. Squeaking's really annoying. Squeaking is <laughs> I just kept thinking of stop. Yeah, and I would go off of that and say that it took away a lot of the joy of school because, for Aaliyah's sake, she was in eighth grade. It gets shut down. She's never experienced high school. For uh, us, we were able to remember what school was before, which was either fun, you get to go to sporting events, you get to hang out with your friends, so on and so forth. But for her, she had never experienced that to the fullest extent. So she didn't even get the full joy of what school, or at least high school, was at all. So then that motivation is even less because she didn't have anything to reference back to. Mm -hmm. So it just all felt like a drag instead of having like, man, I just wish things were what they used to be. Like she didn't have that reference to even go off of, which I think we see a lot now in our students of school has always looked like this very morphed way of like what COVID has done in the last three, four years, which is even harder to get them to remember or to get a reference point to give them motivation and everything. Um, and with that is virtual school. So it's like you actually didn't have to put in as much effort because you could look up every answer and <laughs> they tell us that. Yeah. So then we put them in another virtual school with Kenwell and then they're confused on like why they can't find these little holes to jump through and loops to jump through. So it's a lot of stuff stacked against them right now. Yeah. And what what's funny with motivation to that Roger was mentioning was the year we came back after COVID was especially on that first part of it was the best students have ever done with credits and attendance and all that stuff. And I think it was because those were all those juniors and seniors who they, they lost something quickly that was out of their control. Mm -hmm. And then they were ready for it. Like, like mentally they were like, no, I'm not, I can't let that happen again. This is a, this is a great thing. Uh, but those students who were more like seventh, eighth grade who were, were getting now, right. Uh, especially like the freshmen and sophomores even, it's like they're in a bit of like an aftershock in a sense that it seems like schools aren't, just across the country, aren't really handling uh, the best or just like don't even know what to do. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's like so much is out of teachers' hands with motivation and, and um, getting students even in school because that's totally maybe one of the biggest issues too. Yeah, I mean, everyone got comfortable sitting at home, right? We see what church attendance now, like everything across the yeah. board is just everything. Uh, can you just stay at home and do it that way, you know, at your own comfort? And so, yeah, everyone's leaning that way. Um, and we're seeing this come out in a lot of discipline stuff. Like Marion High School went through a ton last year with fights and um, riots, and it was just chaos. I know a lot of the teachers over there, and 
Um, it was really, really difficult. I had a conversation with Marion superintendent yesterday, um, who just, who loves Marion, um, and is just fighting for ways to kind of grab these kids who have lost hope, have lost motivation. So they're revamping their alternative program. Uh, obviously they have big believers in us and we get the kids who fail out of their alternative program, but they're like, they're trying to move their alternative program to a whole new area outside of the school. Um, they just hired a guy who I love Dave Keller to kind of, to be in charge of it. And, um, they're really putting a lot of effort into catching these kids. Um, cause it seems like things are going in a bad direction with this next generation that's in high school right now. Um, and so something's got to happen to reverse it. And so it's, I think a lot of that is just from habits that were formed seventh, eighth, ninth grade years, uh, that, that weren't good. And, um, we've got a lot of flexibility with playing games, going on trips, getting food, all that stuff, uh, to try to motivate kids and through relationship uh, to, to get them on the right track, but it's definitely not foolproof. Yeah. I think that's maybe even part of like our biggest responsibilities as teachers at Kenwell specifically is, uh, like getting a student to acclimate to community Mm -hmm. And, and not even just like in like a church sense, but like in a, I'm going to see you every day (laughs) for the next nine months. Like, let's get used to each other. Let's work out problems that we have. Let's get a flow of working together and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I mean, one, it's a really valuable skill, but then also like what it does to us is for like character formation. Yeah. You know, it's the people that we're going to be around all the time that we're rubbing shoulders with and we're becoming more like, or we're, that's positive and negative. So it's like even us bringing on students onto the podcast, it's like the students that we have on here, it's like we see some type of like gold in them. Where it's like, okay, we want people to learn from you like the way that we have. Right. Uh, so it's like getting them to like come out of that is like, I mean, one of the biggest joys, but it's also one of the biggest challenges. And COVID just made that worse. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And I, that's a lot too. We I don't know if we talked about this yet, where we had uh, we had a counseling service come into the building. Um, we partnered with them and we're, we're thinking like, man, all our kids could use counseling. Uh, let's try to get this rolling. But they... Our students didn't really buy into it just because of the trust factor. Yeah. Right. So it just takes so long to build that to where they'll open up and kind of talk about some things that have gone on in their past. Um, so we got to come back to the floor. But it's, you know, that I mean, that's the whole thing is getting kids to trust and to open up and and pursue healing. You know, through through whatever it is that they've gone through. So um, we'll keep chipping away at it on our end, and um, this getting them on here to talk on the podcast is. I think a form of healing for them too. And then I, a lot of you guys send notes or like emails or you send me something directly and say, Hey, tell so-and-so uh, what a great job they did. Or I want to get to know that person that you just had on. And so keep doing that stuff. Cause that, that really encourages the students when they, when they hear feedback like that. So please send emails, text messages, whatever it is um, that you're feeling for, for these kids. So um, with that, this wraps up our first season. Um, we're going to keep recording and, and bank some more and keep sending you guys some gems. Um, I'm sure we'll be off for a couple months. Make sure to follow us, uh, our newsletter, follow us on social media. It's all Kenwell Academy stuff. Um, subscribe to us on your, uh, whatever it is you listen to Spotify, Apple podcasts, whatever. And so you'll know when the next one comes out and we'll keep you posted. Sound good guys. Sounds yeah. great. All right. We're kicking off the school year. So we're going to be a little busy with that. We'll be recording and we'll catch up soon. Thanks, guys.
I was on a iffy path. Like, you know, like, I didn't know. Like, I knew I was, like, I always got good grades in school. Like, I used to have C's. Like, I ain't never had D's or nothing. Like, or F's. Like, no matter the grade I've ever been in. But, like, I just used to be bad in school. <laughs> I used to argue with the teachers and get put out of class on purpose. I used to just be doing stuff, like, on purpose. <laughs> like, just being funny. Teachers used to pick, too, so. What do you mean by that? Like, teachers used to just be, like, I'll come in and sit by my friend or something. They'll be like, you know, so that would make me mad. I'll be like, <laughs> start, yeah. And automatically, I'll just get sent out of class because my teachers didn't care. Mm-hmm. I used to be in the hallway. And I used to be in the office all the time. Like, I was really bad, especially in middle school, like, McCullough. Like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> I started being bad. I started fighting. Yeah, I was getting good grades. I just was on a path where, like, I couldn't focus in class either. Like, it would be some days where I would try to come in and do my work and stay focused and stuff. But, like, with so many people being around me and stuff, like, I can't, like, it's just a distraction. Like, a lot of people, like, I just get distracted easily. Like, if I got a friend in my, not even a friend, like, right now, if I had, like, I have friends in my class, like, Alex, we friends. But, like, I don't just be trying to talk all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. because, like. I got to get done with school. But, like, I wasn't thinking that when I was in. Because I went to the high school for a little bit, too. Yeah. So how long were you in the high school before you came to Kenwell? Like, I don't even know. Like, I used to go in. Like, the high school was so different than McCullough for me because, like, the pandemic and stuff. Like, when I was in McCullough and stuff, like, I was there for two years. And, like, I was there all the time. I did school, like, seventh and eighth grade. And then we went on the little pandemic and... When I came to the high school, it was just, like, I went to sleep every day, like, as in class. Like, I just went to sleep. Like, I because came in, and I went to sleep, and I just used to be chilling in class. <laughs> so then, let's go to you coming to Kenwell. How did you hear about Kenwell? My counselor at the high school. Uh-huh. I started living with my grandma in eighth grade, and, um... My grandma, like, she's more, she was being more open to me, like, finding something to help me, like, pay attention more. So, we started talking to my counselor and stuff, and she recommended Kenwell. Yeah, so for school, it was a lot of the struggle in the actual school part was Mm -hmm. with, like, not being able to pay attention and being around a lot of people and distraction, right? Yeah, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm saying, like, if I wanted to... drive to do my work like I wanted to do my work on days it's just like the days I wanted to do my work like I can't just sit there and then watch a teacher teach and then if I don't understand it like they come help me it's like the whole class so it's like harder to just be focused on something yeah that makes sense so then you heard of Kenwell you came to Kenwell first impressions of your time at Kenwell what was it like um I liked it I liked I didn't like it, but I liked Kenwell. <laughs> I liked Kenwell. I came in, and my first couple months there, I was sleeping, too, every day. I wasn't, like, I would do my work half, but I would be asleep. Like, I would fall asleep. Uh-huh. Every break, I will just go in there and go to sleep, and i will go in the room, and they would not even see me, so <laughs> I'll be in there sleeping stuff. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I would, I just had to get, like, focused to where like I need to do this like I'm about to graduate because I don't know I'm I always knew I was going to graduate like I'm going to graduate but like you know it's just trying to take yourself to get back up to do it and stuff especially with COVID because I didn't do none of my work on COVID like mm-hmm. that's why like my grandma would tell me do your work on Fridays like 
that's why I said this year I'm going to be on top of that. Like, I'm really Because, <laughs> like, my grandma would tell me, she like, do, did you do your work? Like, you know, because, like, I didn't do no online work. So, like, doing work at home, like, you know, when I lived with my mom, I did do online work. She managed to do it. But, like, it wasn't for a long time until we went to summer break. And mm-hmm. then we came back and I wasn't doing no work at all. Right. But, and, like, the whole time I was playing soccer last year, I mean, like, I didn't do no work. Like, I was on the soccer team and wasn't doing no work. I was on doing online, but I wasn't doing no work. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the hard part about COVID and being in school is, like, you had to be disciplined for yourself. Mm-hmm. I know when I was in high school, there was no way. If someone wasn't telling me that I had to do the work, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do my work. So that's, like, a huge thing I think that's happened, not just with you, but with a lot of students of, like, right. well, I'm at home. I get to sleep all day and not look at a teacher, like, Probably not going to do my work. They're talking about joining classes and stuff. I used to forget and not be in the class. They used to text and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't here when you first came. I was still in volleyball at that time, I believe. So, Roger and Drez, what was it like? Because when I when Aaliyah came back, she just came back from a month-long COVID, which was record-breaking. <laughs> um, and I think she kind of realized oh, shoot, I need to start working. And so I've seen the hardworking, I'm going to get my stuff done, Aaliyah. What was it like when Aaliyah first came <laughs> to Kenwell? I, I remember lots of sleeping and lots of sass from Aaliyah. <laughs> Does that sound about right? Sleeping yeah, I was. I was like, you like, ugh. <laughs> 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 Yes, I had the wonderful duty of waking her up on the couch every day and then getting yelled at. <laughs> yeah. This school's so stupid. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so I think coming off that COVID year where things were shut down and then things were pretty weird that first year in high school, right? Because like, all these COVID rules are out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just an odd start Uh to high school and then Kinwell was odd because we were trying to follow these COVID protocols, but like, ah, we want to be family at the same time. So trying to figure out, it was just a weird, weird time and, uh, you were full of spunk. And so that was just a bad combination. I think that sound right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were like one of, I mean, many students who we got in that time period of like, well, you guys were really affected by the <clears throat> pandemic, like way more than, I'd say what was right. Right. Because it's like, uh, I mean, your your class and maybe the class above you too might be like the most, uh, or the biggest class has had something come up against them. Like maybe, you know, in high school history. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I guess the, the Spanish flu outbreak, yeah. that could have been a different topic there. But um, I mean, at least in my memory, it's like you guys have had so much opposition with that. And so it's been really cool to see your growth and like, well, you slept all day too. You're coming in here. First thing you're saying is I'm graduating early. (laughs) (laughs) That's a difference. Mm -hmm. What was that change in your mind when you came back and then now you're like, I'm getting these credits and I might not even go to family time because I'm trying to get my credit. (laughs) What was that transition in your mind? Like, do you remember a moment or kind of a general time? No, I just just need to just be great in life. I don't know. Uh-huh. I just want to have my life together. Like, my life can't be not together. So, 
And I'm like, I said, I'm too materialistic. Like, that's why I'm saying I got to work. I got to do everything. Like, I just, my life has to be together. Like, I'm not going to be like, I'm the type to say, like, when I get older, I'm not going to have to struggle and stuff. But, like, you know, grown life is hard, but I'm not going to, I'm going to have a good life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think one of our favorite parts of having Aaliyah (laughs) is what Roger was talking about earlier with, like, family times and just conversation where Aaliyah is going to tell us what she thinks no matter what. And I think that's been, like, a really a fun part um, where it's interesting because you're saying that's what kind of the struggle was before with your past teachers was you gave pushback, they just sent you to the hallway. And now that's, like, our favorite part. You give us pushback and we're like, let's go. There's some challenging (laughs) conversation there. Uh, But, Roger, I don't know if you want to speak on that. I feel like it's you two going back and forth. Maybe not my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I like some good pushback, but uh, it gets pretty intense between you and I. It does. But we've we've come to a good ground. Yeah, we have. Yes, that's what's important. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's it's good that you are willing to speak your mind. that's a really good trait. It's one I really appreciate for sure. Thanks for listening to the Culture of Kinship podcast. If you want to learn more about Kinwell, you can check out our website at kinwellacademy.org, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, or subscribe to our newsletter to see prayer needs and updates from the school. If you want to support Kinwell, you can donate financially on the website, where 100% of our donations go directly towards student experiences. Subscribing to this podcast, leaving a five-star review, and sharing it with a friend will help us spread the word of kinship and wholeness.